This is the Talk of Fame Network, featuring Hall of Fame voters Ron Borges from the Boston Herald, Rick Gosselin of the Dallas Morning News, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. And now, let the debates begin. Who is a Hall of Famer? Will they be enshrined in Canton? Do they have the numbers to get in? Let the experts who make the decision tell you who will be signing their name with HOF next to it. And now, it's the Talk of Fame Network. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. We are back with season number three. Number three of the Talk of Fame Network. I'm Clark along with Rick and Ron, and we've been gone the past three weeks to Goose. Where have you been? I mean, we've been up to while we were away. Uh, mostly hanging around this Texas heat, although I did spend a week in Denver. Got into the Rocky nice. Mountains, saw a Rockies game. Just a nice little break before the start of NFL training camps. A lot of home runs in that game? Uh, there were a few. Trevor Story, Dallas's own. Yeah, okay. Ron, I was going to ask you what you've been up to, but uh, where are you now? We've been trying to track you down today. Where are you? <laughs> I'm the lost boy, as usual. I'm at the PGA <laughs> Championship in New Jersey at Malta Straw. Where Phil Mickelson last won here in 2005, one last last time they had the PGA here, uh, and uh, sitting in the beautiful confines of a lovely Marriott hotel. Ah, well, little Pokemon Go there, Ron. Nice. <laughs> my son's into Pokemon Go a little bit, but he can't make it work. Well, wow. <laughs> so most of my uh, summer vacation has been spent at hockey rinks all over the place with my boy, which is a good thing when it's hot like this, and at yeah. baseball diamonds. Uh, where it's not a good thing. You're sweating like crazy and watching nine-year-olds throw a lot of balls and not many strikes. Well, hopefully we can make this thing work. Uh, Good to have everyone here, and we're not alone today, of course. We're joined by two Hall of Famers. That's former receiver Charlie Joyner and guard John Hanna, as well as a Hall of Fame hopeful, former Minnesota defensive end Jim Marshall. As we talk training camps, which are opening across the country in most places this week. And we'll also talk to Hall of Fame voter John Zoneski about the Rams returning to L.A., which happens this weekend, Saturday, as a matter of fact, when the Rams open training camp at UC Irvine. But before we get there, guys, uh, let's touch on some of the things that are happening now and that happened while we were away. And I'd like to start with the unexpected death of Denny Green last week at the age of 67. Denny, of course, is known to much of this country for one of the game's best Sound bites. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we that's let them off Den- the hook. That's Denny, all right. That was Denny. But uh, you know what? Goose, he was much more than a good sound bite. Uh, how do you remember him? Yeah, one of the NFL's best offensive minds. You know, he was on that San Francisco staff that won Super Bowls in the 80s. Then he put together some of the NFL's most explosive offenses in the 90s as head coach of the Vikings. You know, his 1998 team that went 15-1 may be the best team that never reached the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree with you. And, and he, as you mentioned, he's not a Hall of Fame coach. But he did have a hand in developing uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacks, including Stanford's John Elway, friend of the show, when Danny was the offensive coordinator there in Palo Alto in 1980. Uh, Tony Dungy and Peter King's Monday morning quarterback this week um, – Ron, he said his legacy, that uh, Danny Green's legacy, was that he made other coaches better. You agree with that? Yeah, I think that's true. I think he was uh, uh, 
know, he's only the third African American uh, head coach in the NFL in 65 years, so he was uh, still had the sort of added pressure of other people's uh, expectations and the weight of carrying that. But I think he was he was very good with other coaches and he was good with with uh, with players, you know. And I think he he was a teacher, right? And uh, he not only taught the players, but he he taught the staff around him. And look at the he's got a better uh, coaching tree than a lot of guys who have had a bit more success. But I think. You know, one of the things about Danny Green that people have forgotten is uh, uh, he had a, a 6-10 winning percentage in Minnesota and took eight teams to the playoffs in 10 years. He had a lot of success out there. You, you tend to remember those last three years in Arizona where things didn't work out so well. But, you know, that wasn't really the bulk of, uh, of uh, his career, with the exception of the fact of that great cut that she just ran, which has got to be one of the great <laughs> moments of all time, because you could see it building. Remember, it, was just, it wasn't just like he came in and blew up. He was like, oh, okay. And then he was kind of answering the question, and then each, he, that's uh, right. each second more. <laughs> you know, like it's so, it's so good. We use it on this show as intros. It's so good. Oh, I mean, it's one of the all-time God, great, great. It's one of the all-time great sound bites. When he punches um, the podium at the end of the whole, the whole oh, thing, shakes like there's an earthquake, and, and I hear the PI go, uh, I think that's it. And yes, yeah, I think that's it. That's over and out. Hey, listen, you know, um, speaking of quarterbacks, I mean, we finally, finally, as Ron could attest here, have a resolution on a quarterback who is one day going into the Hall of Fame, and that's Tom Brady. Um, he suspended the first four games of the season after an 18-month-long battle in a decision that I think, frankly, was portrayed as a win for Roger Goodell. But I'm going to be honest with you guys, I don't think anybody won here, not Brady, not Goodell, not the league. I think they all came up losers, Goose. Clark, to quote the Bobby Fuller Four, Brady fought the law, and the law won. And he wouldn't be the first conviction on circumstantial evidence, nor will he be the last. But Derek, let's revisit what Charles Haley had to say about Tom Brady. Joe Montana or Tom Brady? Joe Montana. Um, Joe didn't have teeth. Whoa. So, um, yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Hey, I've lost respect. I've lost all respect. Because you know when when your, your integrity is is challenged in the game of football, now all his Super Bowls are tainted. All his Super Bowls are tainted because of what's going on. Because you got to say, okay, it just didn't happen overnight. Well, and, and Ron and Goose, honestly, at the risk of getting in another pitch <laughs> battle, that's what ticks me off here. I mean, uh, he talks about integrity. The thing that bothers me here is that this taints the reputation of one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. And the commissioner essentially called Tom Brady a cheater. And like it or not, that's always going to be part of his resume. And Ron, I'll ask you, for what? I mean, there's not a shred of evidence linking him to an offense that they said, really the NFL equivalent of jaywalking. I mean, all we have is a report, the Wells report, which has more holes in it than, yeah, Senny Corleone saying he had a general, aware a general awareness of underinflated football. So guess what? Ron, he draws the same penalty as Greg Hardy, a guy who nearly killed a woman. Even you, Ron Borges, defender of the player, must admit that's a miscarriage of justice. Well, look, I mean, uh, we, we haven't agreed on this from the start, and we, and we won't even write to the bitter end, except I got the win and you got the L, so there you go. <laughs> uh, but, uh, look, I mean, it, was it the strongest case in the world? No, it wasn't. You know, was it, was, did the penalty fit the crime? Uh, no, it didn't. But to say there was no evidence is really stretching it. There was a ton of circumstantial evidence, and part of the evidence was the way they uh, handled themselves, uh, they being Patriots uh, in general and, and Brady in particular. And you know, you can uh, you know you can dismiss the fact uh, that the Patriots wouldn't allow the investigators to speak with the equipment guys after they found those uh, emails, 
in which they talked about themselves as a deflator and and talked about Brady's obsession with the uh, with the PSI and the ball. At the same time, Brady was saying he knew nothing about it. Uh, you can say destroying your cell phone and not telling investigators it was gone until the time it passed for the carrier to still have retained the information. You know, you can pass on all that, but those are some powerful circumstantial evidence against the guy. And as the appeals court said, an arbitrator can legally make an inference, or take an inference from someone tampering with or destroying potential evidence, which they clearly did. And you contrast it with Peyton Manning, who, uh, according to the league at least, was completely cooperative, opened all the records up at this, wherever this joint is that he was, and his wife were going to, and and there's the difference, you know. Yeah, that that is the difference. Handled this it is differently, all, things might have gone differently, but they. Didn't. This is all about cooperation. It's not about what he did. It's all about cooperation. What he did on the field. Listen, riddle me this, Ron. Uh, I'm all for Min- cooperation. I'm probably one of the most cooperative guys you ever met, as you know. Minnesota and Carolina tampered with footballs that same season. Tampered with footballs. They put air into them. The league knows that. What they do? Nothing. 2012, in terms of integrity of the game. The San Diego Chargers were caught putting a foreign substance on a towel. Stick them. They turned the towels over? No. They were told to turn the towels over. They didn't. What happened? Fine $20,000. Do so you want to tell me what's going on here? Okay, so how does that make him innocent? <laughs> the, the, the crime doesn't fit. I mean, you don't let you, you, Wait a second. You, did, you, didn't, you didn't penalize Carolina and Minnesota, and you're penalizing this guy four games? For what? What did he do? He destroyed a cell phone. Oh, that links him to deflating footballs? Hey, your chief witness, who's Walt Anderson, can't even remember what gauges he used, the referee. Doesn't even know what gauges he used. Yeah, because there's not a shred of it. This is such a joke. Even Judge well, look, Judy wouldn't look, accept this we're case. Just not, we're just never going to agree. There are shreds of evidence. You just don't want to see them. Yeah. Or you don't want to give them any weight. Well, the appeals court Fine, didn't rule you know. on the evidence. It ruled on the process. That's the difference. Well, the appeals um, court did. No question about that. You know, But the, but the original uh, arbitrator ruled against him. So there you go. Yeah, well, then, then he won on appeal initially. <laughs> um, okay, well, listen, nobody move. Otherwise, you guys might get suspended four games. This one still gets into my skin, Ron. You'd never know it, would you? And when yeah, we return, we'll hear about football returning to L.A. with Fox Sports' John Zarneski. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Free Brady! Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Hi, Tom Bodette with news for AARP members. Stay at Motel 6 and get great benefits like a 10% discount, free Wi-Fi, even late checkout on request. Those are a big help because members say they want to travel more. They also say they want to go on cruises. And while we have over 1,200 convenient locations, they don't float, so no help there. Book by calling 855-M6-AARP-0. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Hi, this is Lori Grenier. You've seen me on Shark Tank. Throughout my career, I've developed hundreds of innovative products that make people's lives easier. That's what Cabbage does for small business owners. They've developed a simple and flexible way for business owners to access a line of credit of up to $100,000. Apply online or from your phone. You will get a decision in minutes and can start using your funds immediately. Cabbage has provided over $2 billion to 80,000 small businesses like yours. To get started, visit cabbage.com or call 888-CABBAGE. Make Cabbage your first resort for business funding. Progressive presents Mindflowness with Flow. Open your mind. Notice a world of insurance rates at your fingertips. Compare the rates. For when you compare, you save. And when you save, you win. Like an eight-foot-tall basketball player protecting the rim with a fire hose. 
Compare Progressive Direct Rates with top competitors' rates for ultimate fulfillment. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. There's a reason why so many celebrities use Proactive. Their faces are their money. And it's time for you to get it because Proactive has set up a special 800 number. For just $19.95, you'll get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush. A $45 value, yours free. For only $19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number, 1-800-644-5944. Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin. 1-800-644-5944. Hey, what's up? We love Burger King Grilled Dogs. They're made with 100% beef, and they're 100%. They're so good, they make us want to sing like... I can't believe it. Burger King made a grilled dog. Made with 100% beef. Flame grilled anytime you want. You can try it in classic or chili cheese. Flame grilled and made with 100% beef. Starting at just $1.99. Get a grilled dog now at participating Burger King restaurants. Flame grilling hot dogs since 2016. Price and participation vary. War, poverty, and disaster have left millions of children around the world orphaned, abandoned, alone. When their parents can't be there, SOS Children's Villages is there. SOS Children's Villages is the world's largest nonprofit for orphaned and abandoned children. In 134 countries, including the U.S., SOS Children's Villages provides vulnerable children with a loving and stable family, medical care, and an education. To make a difference in the life of a child, go to sos-usa.org. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. So where you should also go. Burger King. They got hot dogs. Burger King has hot dogs. <laughs> right, hot dogs. Flame grilled and made with 100% beef. So pick up a grilled hot dog today at participating Burger King restaurants and take it from us. You should have gone 15 minutes ago. Hey, listen, in case you missed it, uh, the NFL returns to Los Angeles this weekend on Saturday. And no, I'm not talking about the Cowboys in Oxnard where Goose is going. I'm talking about L.A.'s own team, the Los Angeles Rams. We're back after 21 years and holding their training camp at UC Irvine. Here to talk to us about that and other things, L.A., is a longtime friend of ours, former Rams beat writer for the L.A. Herald X, and Hall of Fame voter John Zarneski of Fox Sports. Sir, always, always good to speak to you. You too. Hey, Sir. And uh, uh, the big thing out here is they're not going to let, let them wear those old, great Ram uniforms. Oh, no, those are the best. I know, oh, the... all the old-time Rams that have been hanging oh. around, you know. Oh. They're upset about it. But they you should know be. What? The NFL is like... They got other priorities, you know, than having a great uniform on the L.A. Rams, whatever. Yeah, I like suspending you know. Tom Brady. Don't get me started on that. These guys already have. Um, <laughs> okay, hey, Zar, Zar, what's what's the mood in L.A. now that the Rams are back? I mean, are, are fans, as former USC coach Pete Carroll might say, <laughs> pumped and jacked about having the NFL back in town? Well, you know, I think they did pretty good on season ticket sales and stuff. We'll see how things go for this team on the field, I think, Uh and plus, they're going to be at the Coliseum, you know, and which is, you know, they moved out of there the last time. You know, they were in the Coliseum for Anaheim, which was probably a bad move. But uh, camp, camp getting started in Irvine, I think that's a good thing. But that's an Orange County thing. And right. believe it or not, that's a two-hour drive from their headquarters in Agoura Hills. I think that's the funny thing right now is that the Rams 
they're all over Southern California. You know, their offices are in Agora. They're going to train at Irvine. You know, I think they may even visit Oxnard, I don't know, later in the summer. Uh, and the stadium's in Inglewood whenever <laughs> they build it. So, I mean, uh, they got to be careful on the freeways out here because they got a lot of miles they're going to be driving these players. Hey, Zara, I remember games over the years when the Rams and Raiders both would fill up right. the Coliseum with crowds of 90,000. Right. What kind of right. crowds do you envision for games at the Coliseum this season? You know, I, I, I think 60 or 70 for a really great team opponent is probably the cap on it, too. And plus, I think SC's working on remodeling the Coliseum, so it ain't going to be the greatest venue for pro football's return to L.A., uh, but I, I mean, but the Rams knew that the organization crunk in that, you know, and they made this decision. So I think at all they're just looking forward to uh, being in a new stadium in a couple of years. Now, do you think it was mandatory that the Rams go out and get a marquee quarterback like Jared Goff, regardless of the cost? Could you go into L.A. without a quarterback? No, you couldn't. You know what? And, and you know. You say he's marquee goose. I mean, I want to see the kid play first. You know, uh, I mean, he doesn't knock my socks off like Luck did coming out in the draft and stuff like that. Uh, well, they paid the King's you know, ransom for him. Yeah, he's first overall pick. Well, so I, I know, I, I know, I know they did because they had to get one. But right. I'm just like saying, I'm talking about talent level. You sure. know, do you think he's Luck? I mean, no, I thought if you put him in last yeah. year's draft, he'd have been the fourth quarterback. Okay, okay, and I and and. But they had to do something. I mean, they right. had to do it, and they and like you said, they paid a king's ransom. And but holy cow, what if he's not successful? You know, what what if he's not any good? I think that's the risk they're taking here. Uh, they keep telling me how great he was uh, getting the crap beat out of him at Cal because our offensive line sucked, and they have some of the same problems here in L.A. Uh, so we'll see. You know, uh, they're going to run the ball, right? And they're going to play great defense. Hopefully, I think that's the. Uh, whole key to, to, to the Jeff Fisher, uh, um, you know, how he's going to run this team. Zara, since you, you mentioned Goff, who becomes the right. face of that franchise? You talk about running the ball. Is it Todd Gurley or is it Goff? Oh, oh, oh it is already. He's already on commercials locally and stuff like that. I mean, he's a good, he's a good looking young guy. And let me tell you, that was a great pick because a lot of people were worried about his knee coming out of college and everything like that. But, I mean, I don't know whether he's going to be Eric you know, back in the backfield when they had him back in the 80s. But uh, he's a really tough – he's a tough back. He's going to get a lot of carries, and hopefully he'll survive. We're speaking with Hall of Fame voter John Zarneski of Fox Sports, and John covered the Rams when they were last in L.A., which was the 1990s. And, Zar, I want you to look in your crystal ball here. Yeah. Will we be talking about the two teams or two teams in L.A. at this time next year? I don't know. I mean – probably know as much about San Diego politics as I do, Clark. Uh, maybe they won't pass the stadium thing down there, you know. And So you have the Chargers coming to L.A., and there's no one up here that cares about the Chargers. I hate to say that. You know, Zara, I think if, if they do it on a 50-50 basis, if it's simple majority, I think it passes. If it's got to be two-thirds, I think it won't pass. Right. But uh, I think they can stay. If I had $2 billion, I'd build a stadium in San Diego. I was there for the All-Star Game in baseball. There's not a better location in downtown San Diego right. for a sporting event of a major thing. And let me tell you, is that a better? Is there a better Super Bowl city than San Diego? No. I mean, it, it's going to be better than L.A. Because the Super Bowl's in L.A. and the new Rams Stadium, it's, the events are going to be all over the place. In San right. Diego, you're downtown, you don't even need a car. Yeah. There's enough hotels and everything. Yeah. I mean, the league is so 
narrow-minded, I mean, about all these things. They should be helping Spanos build a stadium there and have Super Bowls there. I mean, it's a great city. But, you know, and they got to understand that California doesn't have the money to build stadiums. You know, we just don't, you know. I don't think, I mean, they can, maybe Minnesota can do it and all these other other states and stuff like that, but California is just not going to do it. But it's, it's stupid for the league uh, to treat San Diego the way they are, I think. Personally. Hey, Zara, on, on a non-football note, former right? Herald Examiner columnist Melvin Dursleg passed away this month. I, I believe you right. worked with him for a stretch. He spent right. 51 years writing about the L.A. sports scene. He was one of the few that had Al Davis's ear. How did Melvin right. impact your career? You know, I, I'm going to say, now, that, that's goo-goose what you said there. I think that was the difference between Jim Murray and Melvin. Melvin was close to the news of L.A., and it really helped me out a lot because when I was at the Herald Examiner, we were like dealing with the NFL court trials and stuff like that. And so he opened some doors with Al for me and stuff like that. But he also knew the O'Malley's and he was more of a news oriented columnist, but he was also a great writer because I, I'd work the desk and he'd send in three pages of stuff and there'd be like one fix on it. You know, remember when we used to write on typewriters? You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> Some of us still do. Ron, are you on this call? Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like, I'm telling you, he was a great writer, too, and a great person. And uh, he was always plugged into the sports scene here in L.A., and he gave me a lot of tips. I mean, I'm talking about news tips on, sure. on both teams, Rams and Raiders. Zara, how did he get Al's ear? I mean, that's very difficult to do. He, Al didn't trust many people. Right. I think Al knew at the time the Herald Examiner was was a real still a popular sports section, you know, uh, when I was working there in the 80s and, and when Al was making that move. And uh, yeah. he knew Mel, Melvin had some clout in the city, and he was right about that. And he also knew Jim Murray didn't care about news, you know what right. I mean? So Melvin was the guy... Uh, to go after, and uh, you know, and he was close to Carol and Rosenblum too uh, when Carol was alive and stuff like that. Right. I mean, he told me all great, kind of great stories. So I think that's why Al went out of his way uh, to get, get to know Melvin because you know Melvin really helped bring the Dodgers to LA. Oh, yeah. It was right. him and O'Malley uh, that did it. It wasn't the LA Times. It was, it was Mel and uh, O'Malley. You know, Zara, we know a lot of things too, and what we know is we got we're out of time. We got to go to commercial. <laughs> but thanks so much. Thanks so much for the hey, time. You're welcome. Guys, Thanks, Zach. Always a pleasure, yeah. Zach. That was Hall of Fame voter John Zarneski of Fox Sports. Coming up, Hall of Famer Charlie Joyner on the good, the bad, and the ugly of training camp. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Hi, this is Lori Grenier. You've seen me on Shark Tank. Throughout my career, I've developed hundreds of innovative products that make people's lives easier. That's what Cabbage does for small business owners. They've developed a simple and flexible way for business owners to access a line of credit of up to $100,000. Apply online or from your phone. You will get a decision in minutes and can start using your funds immediately. Cabbage has provided over $2 billion to 80,000 small businesses like yours. To get started, visit Cabbage.com or call 888-CABBAGE. Make Cabbage your first resort for business funding. Hey, everyone. This is Life Tips with Geico. Life Tip 1. Use a shower squeegee to remove pet fur from carpet. Squeegee is also very fun to say. Consider it when naming a pet or child. Life Tip 2. Switch to Geico and you could save hundreds on your car insurance. With over 75 years of experience and a 97% customer satisfaction rating, they know what they're doing. Geico. Get savings into your life. Visit geico.com today. 
Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. Hey, what's up? We love Burger King Grilled Dogs. They're made with 100% beef, and they're 100%. They're so good, they make us want to sing like... I can't believe it. Burger King made a grilled dog. Made with 100% beef. Flame grilled anytime you want. You can try it in classic or chili cheese. Flame grilled and made with 100% beef. Starting at just $1.99. Get a grilled dog now at participating Burger King restaurants. Flame grilling hot dogs since 2016. Price and participation vary. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. You know what it means when Geico says just 50 minutes can save you 50 bucks? Insurance? It means you should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go! You know what? You need company? Know just what to take. A Burger King hot dog. You heard me, Burger King. They have hot dogs. Flame grilled made with 100% beef. So pick up a grilled hot dog today at participating Burger King restaurants and take it from us. Should have gone 15 minutes ago. You know, when training camps open, as most do this week, I I think about the two most prepared guys I ever saw in camps. Wide receiver Jerry Rice and wide receiver Charlie Joyner. Both are in the hall as they should be, and one is with us today. That would be Charlie Joyner, when he retired after the 86 season, not only was the last AFL player to leave the game, but the league leader in catches, yards receiving, and games played by a wide receiver. Hall of Fame coach Bill Walsh called him the smartest and most calculating receiver the game has ever known. And I call him one of the kindest, sharpest, and most sincere players I ever covered. Charlie, thanks for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. You know, most teams are opening training camps this week, as I mentioned. What did you like most about camp, and what did you like the least? Well, back in those days when I was going to training camp, what I liked the least was the length of the training camp because you're totally prepared when you get to training camp. At least I was thought I was totally prepared. But I just didn't like the length because it, it was the entire six weeks. Of, you know, back then it was six weeks of our preseason, and that made the training camp very long. What did you like most? Um, what I like most about training camp? Uh, the end of it, huh? Like the, <laughs> the end of it. The, 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 <laughs> what the end of it was like. But <laughs> I really like the coming together of the team. You know, it, you know, I guess I was preparing myself to become a coach. So I was always looking at how, how did we come together as a team to play that first game of the year. And um, you, you kind of sense it in that last preseason game whether you're really prepared in training camp. Did we work as hard as we possibly could in training camp? Most of the time, I got the right feeling, you know, because you got to be positive all the time. But I got the good feeling at the end of that last preseason game. Now, sometimes you can get a shock in that first game if you don't win it. But I, I just I love to try to put the things together the way our head coach would put it together in training camp. Charlie, you went to camp four years with the Oilers four years with the Bengals and your final 11 years with the Chargers. So what was mm-hmm. the difference between, say, a Paul Brown camp and a Don Coriel camp? Well, Don Coriel camp is long practices and a lot of passes. So I had <laughs> a lot of work to do during the day. Paul Brown camp was, I'm telling you, 
Man, it was a, it, I think it's probably about morning practice. It was 90 minutes. Well, not 90 minutes, but 55 minutes. Less than an hour. Afternoon practice was like an hour 15. At that time, I thought if I could stay with Cincinnati, I could play football forever. Because <laughs> he, he did not work you very hard. And go to the other part of it, <clears throat> Paul Brown did not bring about 60 guys to training camp. Back in those days, most teams could bring 100. Paul Brown just brought uh, draft choices and a few free agents, and that was it. It was about 60 guys, 60, 65 guys in Paul Brown's training camp. Did not bring a lot of people. But also, he did not work you very hard either. Charlie, you said that you were from early on groomed to be a, a coach. What did you learn from Brown, and what did you learn from Coriel? At that time, Coach Brown, uh, you know, I think you learned how to deal with people, you know, how to let people know that you're the boss, how to let people know that you're running the show, how do you let people know that if you don't conform to what I'm doing, you're out of here. You know, and Paul Brown, he, he was kind of a tyrant, you know, but what he said goes and everybody knew it. There was no two ways about it. It was his way or you were God. Coach Correll, I just think I learned the system. I learned the offensive system. And uh, the offensive system with Correll was so simple, it was unbelievable. But uh, Paul Brown was a, you know, kind of a tough guy, tough guy, disciplined. He had to be disciplined. Coach Correll was the kind of guy that just wanted to get some scores on the, on the table first and let the rest of the game play by, play for itself. Charlie, you know, it's funny when you talk about Don's system being uh, simple. I remember watching a practice one time when I think it was Monday Night Football, blindfolded Dan, Dan Fouts, and they had him drop back and throw an out pattern to you. Do you remember it was like an eight yard out or so? And the ball was right, right. on the money and he was blindfolded. Right. We were blindfolded, yeah. We did that. For, yeah, I did. we did that for a Monday Night game. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, 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 uh, and we did we did a skinny pose too. Oh, t- I did. So Dan I don't remember that. Boy, you don't yeah, remember don't rem- skinny pose? Oh no, I, yeah, I don't remember seeing that, but I remember this out. one. I remember you, you guys throwing that all the time. But man, to do it blindfolded, <laughs> did it blindfolded. Oh. We did it blindfolded. I mean, not, but that comes from a lot of a lot of passes, you know. Yeah, oh sure. <laughs> I sure. mean, we we yeah, it's it's all timing, you know. You throw to a spot, and uh, the way Don Correa, Peter explained it. That ball will be caught 22 yards down the field, two yards inside the numbers. Right. If you take the proper stance with the proper release. And Dan is a five-step throw. Five-step throw, don't hold it. Five steps, throw to that spot, the receiver right. got to get there. Right, right. Most of the time, we had to get there. If we didn't get to that spot, and that ball was just, I was like, it was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you got to that it spot. It was never the quarterback's fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're talking with Charlie Joyner, Hall of Fame wide receiver on the Talk of Fame Network. And Charlie, since we mentioned Don Coriel, I know when we speak to you uh, every summer, Ken, and I ask you the same question, who would you put in the Hall of Fame? If you had a chance, you always say Don. He made it to Don the Correa. top 10 last year. I mean, he made it. That's a big move to go from 15 to 10. He made it into the short list. Um, if you could stand in front of that board today of, of selectors, the 46 people, Goose is one, I'm another one, Ron's another one. If you could stand in front of that group and say, this is why he belongs in the Hall of Fame, what would you tell us? I think we have the first person who won 100 games in college and the first 100 games in pros. And that should be enough right there. Every offensive team that he, every system he, oh, I'm sorry, every team that he coached led the league in offense. 
or had the biggest impact on offense in the entire league. If that's not being an offensive genius and not merit being uh, in the Hall of Fame, then they got a lot of people shouldn't be in there. And uh, it's just Don Correa was the architect of modern-day football. He brought the passing game to life in his league. He brought it to life in his league. <laughs> Unlike Coach Brown, I love Coach Brown, but he wanted to run it twice and then throw it on third down. Correa didn't agree with that. Correa threw it on first and second down, and we ain't got to worry about third down because we're going to complete one of those balls. But yeah, I just I just, I just, just think Coach Correa is uh, is one person missing on that list. He should be on that list as soon as possible. Charlie, you talk about the the precision offense, and, and myself, I grew up watching the precision patterns of Raymond Berry, Fred Bolitnikoff, yourself, and Steve Largent. But the NFL is no longer playing that game. Is route running becoming a lost art? Becoming a lost art. Route running is becoming a lost art. Tackling is becoming a lost art. Proper, you know, outside blocking is becoming a lost art. It just doesn't happen anymore. The game has just gone away from those things. And I think it's, I think it's because the, the working hours have gone away too, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, you don't practice in pads very much anymore. You know, who's practicing pads twice a day, six weeks? And you never went out there without helmet and shoulder pads on. Yeah. But they don't do that anymore. So the fundamentals of the game, blocking and tackling, is being hurt by not having the time to work on the field. Because we've got so many restrictions on the players' time now. Charlie, I want to thank you for the time. Unfortunately, we are out of it. But you know what? We're going to see you in okay. Kent next weekend. And, yeah, um, yeah. you know, best of luck making that case for Don Coriel because he is on the short list. Oh, I will. Yeah, man. Don Coriel belongs in the Hall of Fame. No. <laughs> you don't have to convince me. I covered him, Charlie, and I covered you as well. Thanks okay. again for the time. Thanks, Charlie. Oh, you're welcome. All Take right. care. That was Hall of Fame wide receiver Charlie Joyner coming up. The case for former tight end Jerry Smith going to the Hall of Fame. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Proactive. For just $19.95, you can get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. But here's the best news. You get clear and stay clear or your money back. Call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. We're also brought to you, of course, by GEICO. That's GEICO, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. But that's not all. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, minutes, you can download software to clean up what's slowing down your computer. For more information, go to MyCleanPC.com. Progressive presents Mindfulness with Flow. You are rising further and further into the universe of bundling. Within that universe, you see your home and auto insurance floating together like two opponents on a swing set after a big game, sharing a churro. Ascend into savings when you bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hi, this is Lori Grenier. You've seen me on Shark Tank. 
Throughout my career, I've developed hundreds of innovative products that make people's lives easier. That's what Cabbage does for small business owners. They've developed a simple and flexible way for business owners to access a line of credit of up to $100,000. Apply online or from your phone. You will get a decision in minutes and can start using your funds immediately. Cabbage has provided over $2 billion to 80,000 small businesses like yours. To get started, visit cabbage.com or call 888-CABBAGE. Make Cabbage your first resort for business funding. Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. Hey, what's up? We love Burger King Grilled Dogs. They're made with 100% beef, and they're 100%. They're so good, they make us want to sing like... I can't believe it. Burger King made a grilled dog. Made with 100% beef. Flame grilled anytime you want. You can try it in classic or chili cheese. Flame grilled and made with 100% beef. Starting at just $1.99. Get a grilled dog now at participating Burger King restaurants. Flame grilling hot dogs since 2016. Price and participation vary. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and your Hall of Fame host, Mark Judge. They are who we thought they were. There's Denny Green again. Hey, Ron, you know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you should have already been on the phone, Clark. You can That's use right. the savings. They even know that New Jersey, huh? I love it. Home of my wife. Yeah, so go there. You know where you should also go, Ron? Burger King. They've got hot dogs, flame-grilled and made with 100% beef. Pick up a grilled hot dog today at participating Burger King restaurants. That's Burger King. Flame-grilling hot dogs since... 2016. Wow. I guess they're pretty recent, huh? Yeah. Listen, uh, there are plenty of people out there who never heard of Joe Brown. He's going to be receiving the Hall of Fame's Ralph Hay Pioneer Award. If you don't know about Ralph Hay, you got to check out our website, talkoffamenetwork.com this week. Rick Gosselin wrote about him and why he should be in the Hall of Fame. But anyway, uh, Joe's going to get that award during the August 5th induction ceremonies. And good for him. You know, Joe's someone I think all of us know and... Well, I'll be honest, I'm biased because my wife worked for him at the league office for over 20 years. But I do believe he brought public relations at that headquarters, at least into the 21st century, taking it from PR to media relations to communications. And he did it so well. He lasted 50 years with the NFL, the longest serving employee before retiring in March. Yeah, Clark, I remember when Joe was running around in the NFL mailroom back in my (laughs) days in New York in the 1970s. Good guy. I always got along with him. How about you, Ron? Well, you know, guys, when I hear Pioneer Awards, I, you know, I, I have a hard time seeing Joe in a coonskin cap hat way across the rock. <laughs> He's got one now. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, he was a pioneer in a business suit, as you pointed out. Uh, and, and he was a guy who uh, uh, was around so long, he knew where all the bodies were buried. But more importantly, he was never inclined to share the information. There you go. Um, anyway, congratulations to Joe Brown, who started at the league office, as Goose mentioned, in the uh, – postal office as an intern at the age of 17 <laughs> joe's going to be acknowledged by the hall and as we said it's about time oh and all you know what guys uh, congratulations to diana Favre. i just saw this diana Favre, whom brett Favre has chosen to present him for induction at the hall of fame she's only goose only the second wife to make a hall of fame presentation do you have any idea who the first one was uh mike singletary i believe going back scrolling yeah. through my rolodex yeah mike you, singletary's wife you got it kim singletary <laughs> Ron, that's why we call him Dr. 
Dr. Data. You are Dr. correct. Dr. Data. Anyway, con- Los Lobos. Congratulations <laughs> to the Fars and to Los Lobos, but to the Fars, Brett and Deanna, and to Joe Brown. Unfortunately, of course, um, nobody's going to make or maybe ever make a presentation for former Washington tight end Jerry Smith. And I think that's unfortunate, guys. I, I wrote about Jerry last week on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, arguing his Hall of Fame case. And I'll tell you why I believe in him. Because before there was a Shannon Sharp, Ellen Winslow, Dave Cosper, Ozzie Newsom, there was a pass-receiving tight end who was better, better than virtually everyone else, and that was Jerry Smith. He was so good that in an era when tight ends were blockers first, pass receivers second, he was the league's second leading receiver. That was 1967. He had uh, more catches than anyone except for his teammate, Charlie Taylor. And when he retired, he held the league record for touchdowns by tight end. 60, a mark that stood until 2003, or 26 years when Shannon Sharp broke it. Nevertheless, it's still, still the fourth best mark in the game for that position. The point is, listen, Jerry Smith was ahead of his time. He could catch and he could block, and that was rare for that position. In fact, when he was featured on the NFL Network's A Football Life, former teammate and Hall of Famer Charlie Taylor, whom I referenced earlier, he said Jerry Smith was not only a good blocker, but, quote, had the Mike Ditka thing in a 210-pound body, unquote. One difference, Ditka's in the hall, Jerry Smith is not. He wasn't all decade like Ditka. He wasn't five-time All-Pro like Ditka, and he wasn't a member of the 75th anniversary team like Ditka. He also wasn't a media magnet like Ditka, and he was, as we discovered later, gay, dying of AIDS in 1986. Uh, people say that's why he's not in the Hall of Fame. They're wrong. I, I've never heard of anyone's sexual orientation part of any Hall of Fame discussion. Uh, no, my, my guess is it probably has more to do with the position he played. Heck, I mean, it took John Mackey 15 years of eligibility to make it, and Ditka 12, as well as that all-decade snub. Goose, I mean, as you pointed out in the show, 78% of Hall members are all-decade. So you better have that or something extraordinary to bring to the table. And Charlie Sanders, as you know, Goose, he had 29 fewer touchdowns than Jerry Smith, 85 fewer catches, but he's in the Hall. He's also all decade and a seven-time Pro Bowler. And Jerry Smith, never been discussed by the Hall, never. And in fact, he's never been a semifinalist either. And I'm sorry, guys. That's downright wrong. Jerry Smith deserves better. The careers of Sanders and Smith ran concurrently in the Pro Bowl voting by the peers. Sanders was selected seven times, five more than Smith. He also talked about his admission from the All-Decade team. Given his stats, why do you think he hasn't he wasn't held in a higher regard by his peers and the media? Back Goose, I wish I could tell you, but I mean, as you know, Sanders was a devastating blocker. Smith was a terrific pass catcher, and I guess remember tight ends more as blockers than as pass catchers. My guess is that. Yeah. Jerry Smith was perceived more as a wide receiver out of position. But remember, as you mentioned, Sanders all decade choice. That didn't hurt yeah. either. 78% yeah. solution. That's the two-minute Well, that is the two-minute warning. Signal that uh, first half's nearly over. It's time for a two-minute drill with Rick asking this week's questions. Ron and I answering. And our producer, Derek Burns, on the clock, meaning let's get going, guys. Why is it the NFL believes what it reads in Al Jazeera, but not what it hears from Tom Brady? Because the system is rigged. Oh, oh wait a minute. That's the DNC. Because Al Jazeera reporters talk on their phones. Tom Brady destroys his phone. <laughs> Roger Goodell says the NFL has moved on from Deflategate. Have you? Nope. Deflategate is the cockroach of American sports. <laughs> I have Goose, and he can take that to the on bank. Uses DeAndre Hopkins caught 111 passes a year ago from four journeyman quarterbacks. What's his ceiling now with Brock Osweiler as his quarterback? Don't know, Goose. Haven't seen his apartment or his ceiling. I'd say it's the roof of a Reliance Stadium. Speaking of quarterbacks, where will Ryan Fitzpatrick be on the second weekend of September? The Hamptons. 
To get that, the Amish rifle, Amish country. Drew Brees is in the final year of a five-year deal for $100 million. What would he be worth on the open market this March? Not sure, Goose. I mean, how much do you give a 50-year-old quarterback? I think it depends on whether or not at 38 he's still in one piece or in pieces on the floor of the Superdome. Ford Niners are the last team to report to training camp this summer. Do they, do they know something we don't? Yeah, they do, Goose. They're waiting to see which players retire before camp opens. Ouch. Goose, if you've watched them lately, I would highly doubt they do. What's your confidence level in Chip Kelly and Blaine Gabbert in San Francisco? Well, that's right up there with the Donald Trump-Mike Spence tandem. Same comments I have in the San, San Andreas Fault. Shaky. Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Olsen, or Jiminy Cricket? Jimmy the door locking Tom Brady out four games. Jiminy Christmas, free, free Brady! Brady. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen, he's got Superman watching his back. Will the, kick, will the kickoff still be an NFL staple five years from now? Absolutely. Too many sponsors for the NFL to get rid of it. It'll be an NFL memory like the game itself if it can't get a handle on the concussion issue that's eliminating kickoffs. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for the first hour, but don't go anywhere. When we return, we'll be joined by Hall of Famer John Hanna and former Minnesota Vikings great Jim Marshall. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Another reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Motel 6 has the message our nation is seeking. Motel 6 is a great choice for travelers. With the highest standards. A clean, comfortable room with everything you need and nothing you don't. Fiscally responsible. Still for a great low price. Dedicated. We'll leave the light on for you. Motel 6. Right on travel, right for America. I'm Tom Bodette, and um, yeah, I approve this message. Book online at motel6.com. Hi, this is Lori Grenier. You've seen me on Shark Tank. Throughout my career, I've developed hundreds of innovative products that make people's lives easier. That's what Cabbage does for small business owners. They've developed a simple and flexible way for business owners to access a line of credit of up to $100,000. Apply online or from your phone. You will get a decision in minutes and can start using your funds immediately. Cabbage has provided over $2 billion to 80,000 small businesses like yours. To get started, visit cabbage.com or call 888-CABBAGE. Make Cabbage your first resort for business funding. Hey, what's up? We love Burger King Grilled Dogs. They're made with 100% beef, and they're 100%. They're so good, they make us want to sing like... I can't believe it. Burger King made a grilled dog. Made with 100% beef. Flame grilled anytime you want. You can try it in classic or chili cheese. Flame grilled and made with 100% beef, starting at just $1.99. Get a grilled dog now at participating Burger King restaurants. Flame grilling hot dogs since 2016. Price and participation vary. Hey, everyone. This is Life Tips with Geico. Life Tip 1. Use a shower squeegee to remove pet fur from carpet. Squeegee is also very fun to say. Consider it when naming a pet or child. Life Tip 2. Switch to GEICO and you could save hundreds on your car insurance. With over 75 years of experience and a 97% customer satisfaction rating, they know what they're doing. GEICO. Get savings into your life. Visit GEICO.com today. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. 
Welcome back to our number two of the Talk of Fame Network. I'm Clark, along with Rick and Ron. And as promised, we're joined by Hall of Famer John Hanna. And you know what, guys? When I think of John, I remember an August 3rd, 1981 cover of Sports Illustrated that featured a full-page headshot of him with a headline that read, The Best Offensive Lineman of All Time. And you know what I remember most? Nobody argued with it. John was the fourth pick for the 73 draft, played his entire career with the Patriots, becoming their first player to enter the Hall of Fame. He made the all-decade teams of the 1970s and 1980s, the NFL's 75th anniversary team. He was a 10-time All-Pro, a 9-time Pro Bowl, and was a four-time NFL PA choice as Offensive Lineman of the Year, despite playing the least glamorous position, which was guard. John retired after the Patriots reached Super Bowl 20 in 1985. And he uh, started 183 of a possible 191 games, missing only five due to injury. And now, well, now he operates a cattle farm in his native Alabama when, of course, he's not with us. John Hanna, thanks for joining us. Thank you. I appreciate the break. It's hot down here. <laughs> hot up here, too. Hey, John, speaking of hot, you arrived in New England in 1973 for your first training camp. In those days, you had two-a-days, six days a week, constant hitting. Today, both practice and hitting have been, been curtailed at NFL camps. How did you survive that pounding? Well, I think one of the things is we had a lot more people come into camp. That camp, we, uh, the rookies started at uh, probably the 4th of July weekend or right there at it, and you had eight weeks of camp. So you kind of worked yourself into shape. I mean, you came in shape, but you really – you know, you didn't take a lot of reps during the practice, but then as, as they started weaning the guys out, uh, it got tougher and tougher. It was uh, it wasn't it, was, it wasn't a lot of fun, and it was uh, it, it was like boot camp. You know, it got it got you ready for battle. <laughs> hey, John, you never see any more hitting in camps. Has the game lost anything with the lack of physical contact now in training camps? I think it's one of the major reasons that uh, you've got so many injuries today. There's something to be said. You got to learn to take a blow. You know what I mean? And you got to learn how to fall down, and without you know getting hurt. And um, you get all that camp and uh, you, you know hitting in practice, and you learn to adjust, and you learn to take those blows, and t- learn how to fall, and learn how to get up. And I think it, you know you you, just, you learn how to give with it, so to speak. And and uh, I think because they don't do that enough. They they never learn it, and so that's when they take those big blows. They don't know how to to take a hit, you know. Hey, John, and we're speaking with Hall of Famer John Hand on the Talk of Fame Network. But you you talk about uh, learning to take a blow and and learning to fall down without getting hurt. Um, one of the drills that's missing from today's game is the Oklahoma drill, and that was, of course, as you know, was a regular part of NFL training camps. But it, but it hasn't been used in years. What I'll ask you the leading question, but what is what does that say about today's game? It's it's gone. It's missing. Well, I think it's a lot different. I really do. I mean, in, in the rule changes have forced it that way. I mean, if you look at offensive line play today compared to, to what, the way we played the game, is totally different. A lot more um, Greco-Roman wrestling <laughs> uh, for, and uh, striking a blow and, you know, lifting your opponent. Uh, the offensive linemen don't use the same type of leverage that we use. Uh, and and their linemen aren't, aren't as mobile as the linemen that when I played. They're bigger and stronger, and uh, but I don't think they're as mobile. 
John, one last uh, training camp question, but just wondering, what was your best day of training camp? What was your worst? The last day was the best day. <laughs> First day, the third day was the worst day. Why the third? <laughs> all the soreness hit. Hey, John, you, you're also in the College Football Hall of Fame. What were camps like at Alabama under Bear Bryant? Well, uh, as hard as you can make uh, NFL camp, our state NFL camp was uh, vacation I really, seriously, my rookie year when I went into camp, you know, I, and I heard eight weeks. I said, Lord, have mercy, I'll never survive. And then all of a sudden I went up there and realized the way they had camp compared to what we had at Alabama. And I said, Shoot, this is a vacation. I like this. So, <laughs> Coach, Bryant, Coach Bryant got you ready for what camp was. It, that was a totally different animal. We're with Hall of Famer John Hinn on the Talk of Fame Network. And, John, I'm going to fast forward here to the Patriots, but i got to ask you this question. As a former Patriot, what's your take on the Tom Brady deflate gate fiasco? I think uh, that last word you said is, is exactly the description. I do that the total is such a joke, you know, and uh, it's what you know, I guess what I understand, if it's true, is that uh, if he scored the most points, after they had found out the ball was deflated and, and inflated football. So even if it was illegal, or if there was nothing, he, he did it when the ball was legal. He beat them when it was legal. So it's, you know, it's a bunch of guys crying over spilt milk. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. what I Well, he also went on to beat Seattle in the Super Bowl with uh, legal footballs, too. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's just, I think it's a joke. I think oh. it's a real joke. And, Tell uh, that to Ron, would you please? <laughs> Well, you know, Ron likes the spectacular, you know what I mean? <laughs> he always has. And, uh, and he's kind of like, uh, you know, a lot of the newscasts and how they build up a story about ten times more than it is. But I, I, I just think it's a joke. Hey, John, the running game seems to be an afterthought in today's NFL. You anchored a line on an offense that rushed for over 3,000 yards. Yep. Why don't teams run the football anymore? Uh, it takes too much time. And what you said about practice, it's a lot of it. You can't um, get the timing down for a really good running game unless you're going full speed. It's, it's one thing, they're running these zones and stretch-type uh, block assignments where kind of guys just come fall into a guy in the back of the hole. We created a hole. And uh, we always ran at bubbles and tried to isolate a guy and, and, and force him to make a, a decision. And then the back could make an opposite decision from him and make him you know, against me ours. But uh, it was, um, I was talking to Ray Perkins, and we, we ran a play called Flow 36. And we ran out of split, and uh, Sam Bam would go up there and just slide the outside backer. I would pull. And uh, I would read Sam's block in or out, whichever way he went, I went the other way. And the back was right in my head pocket. Well, to run that play, uh, we had to run a lot of times and, and get that timing down. And, it, 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 you, you know, I was making a decision on my second step. And uh, it, it, it had, you had to practice it over and over and over again. And the least complicated part of a football game is the passing attack. I mean, if you think about it, because, you, you know, every receiver all he has to learn is like 10 or, 10 or 12 pass patterns. And an offensive lineman, all he's got to do is learn four or five blocking setups. So, you know, I mean, it's not 
rocket science anymore. And uh, but if a, a really good running game with a lot of play action passes set in with it, it's going to take a lot of time. And and with the practice schedule now and the lack of running in pads, they don't have the time. Uh, than the full-speed work to get a really good running game going anymore. Hey, John, if I could give you a, a, a free pass to give anybody a, a Boston Canton with no questions asked, who would you give that pass to? Oh, I'd give it to Joe Flacco. Why? You know, everybody asks me who's the best I ever played against. And I and I put, I thought, well, if you're talking about maybe the past, best pass rushers I ever played against, the best pass rushers were Alan Page, and Randy White, bar none. You ask me uh, who were the best run guys, I I would tell you, you know, Curator Perry and, and uh, Holmes uh, for Pittsburgh because they're just so dead lame. Big is like trying to move a house, you know. But if you're talking about an all-around player, fast run, the whole thing, guy that was never going to quit, there's two guys that come to mind. One's in the Hall of Fame, that's Howie Long. The second one is uh, uh, Joe Flacco. He's an all-day sucker. He came at you all the time. Hey, John, thanks so much for the time. Uh, We'll tell Ron and we'll tell Rick here to work on that. They're both on the senior committee, and Joe Flacco will be the senior. But thanks for the time. We appreciate it. No, thank you. I appreciate it very much. Thanks, John. Take care, John. That was Hall of Famer John Hanna. Up next, our residential debates with Rick and Ron. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Proactive. For just $19.95, you can get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. But here's the best news. You get clear and stay clear or your money back. Call 1-800-644-5944. That's 1-800-644-5944. We're also brought to you, of course, by GEICO. That's GEICO where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO. Com. But that's not all. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, minutes, you can download software to clean up what's slowing down your computer. For more information, go to MyCleanPC.com. Motel 6 has the message our nation is seeking. Motel 6 is a great choice for travelers. With the highest standards. A clean, comfortable room with everything you need and nothing you don't. Fiscally responsible. Still for a great low price. Dedicated. We'll leave the light on for you. Motel 6. Right on travel. Right for America. I'm Tom Bodette, and, um, yeah, I approve this message. Book online at motel6.com. There's a reason why so many celebrities use Proactive. Their faces are their money. And it's time for you to get it because Proactive has set up a special 800 number. For just $19.95, you'll get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush. A $45 value, yours free. For only $19.95, you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or your money back. Here's the number, 1-800-644-5944. Call now for a lifetime of beautiful skin. 1-800-644-5944. Hey, what's up? We love Burger King Grilled Dogs. They're made with 100% beef, and they're 100%. Mm. They're so good, they make us want to sing like... I can't believe it. Burger King made a grilled dog. Made with 100% beef. Flame grilled anytime you want. You can try it in classic or chili cheese. Flame grilled and made with 100% beef. Starting at just $1.99. Get a grilled dog now at participating Burger King restaurants. Flame grilling hot dogs since 2016. Price and participation vary. Hi, this is Lori Grenier. You've seen me on Shark Tank. 
Throughout my career, I've developed hundreds of innovative products that make people's lives easier. That's what Cabbage does for small business owners. They've developed a simple and flexible way for business owners to access a line of credit of up to $100,000. Apply online or from your phone. You will get a decision in minutes and can start using your funds immediately. Cabbage has provided over $2 billion to 80,000 small businesses like yours. To get started, visit cabbage.com or call 888-CABBAGE. Make Cabbage your first resort for business funding. Geico presents Kathy, the candid real estate agent. In the master bedroom, you'll see there's room for a king-size bed. And take a look at this walk-in closet. Now just imagine all these custom shelves and drawers turned upside down when a thief goes through them to take your entire vintage sneaker collection. It's hard to know all that comes with buying a home or condo. That's why the Geico Insurance Agency makes getting covered for personal property loss and damage quick and easy. Call GEICO today and see how much you could save on condo and homeowner's insurance. War, poverty, and disaster have left millions of children around the world orphaned, abandoned, alone. When their parents can't be there, SOS Children's Villages is there. SOS Children's Villages is the world's largest nonprofit for orphaned and abandoned children. In 134 countries, including the U.S., SOS Children's Villages provides vulnerable children with a loving and stable family, medical care, and an education. To make a difference in the life of a child, go to SOS-USA.org. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network. Hey, good news, Rick and Ron. Burger King. They got hot dogs. Flame grilled, Ooh. made with 100% beef. So pick up a grilled oh. hot dog. It's hot dog today at participating Burger King restaurants. Ron, I know you'll be going to Burger King, but do you know where else you go? Geico. You know Ooh. what happens? Geico says... 15 minutes to save you 15% or more in car insurance. What does that mean? You know what happens then, Ron. You save money, and then you drive over to Burger King, and your car that's all fixed up, and you get yourself some hot dogs. Perfect. There you, there you go. It is perfect. And, it, you know, go to Geico.com and go 15 minutes ago. Take a hot dog with you from Burger King. Oh, what's that? Uh, you know, guys, in case you missed it... We have a Democratic convention going on. Uh-huh. One week after we had a Republican convention going on, we've got a Democratic convention. You know, a lot's been said in Philadelphia and in Cleveland. Or surprisingly, refreshingly, there was no mention of Johnny Manziel. But listen, I'll be honest, I haven't paid much attention to either reason. I don't trust either of these candidates as much as I trust my Hall of Fame colleagues. Yes, you guys. To give me and us the straight scoop on... Except Tom Brady. Yeah, what's going on? So in keeping with the political climate that we find ourselves in, we begin season three with a residential debate where Rick and Ron get to dissect what's going on in and around the world of pro football. So I know you've been through this before, guys, but I'll go over the rules again. I'm going to give you a topic to summarize in 45 seconds. Your opponent will have 30 seconds for rebuttal. Then you will have 15 seconds to summarize. And if you don't, if you fail to stay within the allotted time segment of any of those segments, you know what you're going to hear? You're going to hear this. Thanks, Derek. That's compliments of our producer, Derek. Any questions? Rick, Ron, questions? Nope. No questions. Just answer. Okay. Goose, you're first in the dentist chair. Suspended Oakland Raider Alden Smith denies he smoked weed in front of a video camera, even though it sure sounded like Alden Smith, and he used the name Alden Smith. If you're the NFL or the Raiders, what do you do? 
Well, he's already sitting out a year suspension that'll keep him off the field until Thanksgiving, so the Raiders have, don't have to do anything. Now, the NFL now has four months to figure everything out, investigate the tape, and determine if this suspension should be open-ended. If the NFL comes down on him again, that will be his third suspension in three seasons, and I don't care how good a pass rusher he is. He's not someone I want on my roster. Ronnie? Well, if I'm, uh, if I'm the NFL, I get my IT guys to check the account, see where it came from. And if it's Alden Smith, you simply suspend him under the Warren Sapp is a dope rule. If you are dumber than Warren Sapp, you must go. <laughs> I like that rule. I, I think we're I think we're in agreement on this debate. <laughs> oh, wow. I was going to say you have 15 seconds to summarize, but we're all in agreement on the Warren Sapp dumb rule. Okay, Ron, you're next. The NFL is putting computer chips in footballs to measure the width of goal po- well, the width of goalposts and of field goals, hoping that maybe. Yes, maybe someday it can narrow the goalposts to make field goals more difficult. Good thing or bad thing? Good thing if you're a defensive coordinator. Bad thing if you're a special teams coach or a kicker. I don't get this fixation on finding ways to make great kickers look bad. What do they got against Julio down by the schoolyard? How about they let defenses play defense rather than trying to defend the game against the threat of a five foot eight inch, 147-pound guy from Guadalajara whose only sin is that he can use his instep to direct a football where he would like it to go? I do not get this. Since when did the NFL become about punishing excellence rather than celebrating it? I suggest they put a cube computer chip inside the head of the guys on the competition committee to measure the width of their brains. Goose, 30-second rebuttal. Why continue jacking with kickers? Just eliminate the foot from football and move on. Get rid of the extra point. Get rid of the kickoff. Make field goals impossible to kick. That'll open up a roster spot for another position player, more likely a wide receiver. Hey, how about this? How about let's put a computer chip in footballs to measure air pressure? (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. Maybe we'll get some justice. Ron, time to summarize. 15 seconds. Well, uh, this is unbelievable. We're on a roll. We agree on, on two different things. This assault on kickers, I don't get it. It's bad enough when you go to the Hall of Fame, they hate the kickers. And now they even hate them inside the halls of football. This is crazy. It is crazy. Okay, Goose, you're next up. Ezekiel Elliott. That's your Ezekiel Elliott from the Dallas Cowboys. It's a subject of a sexual assault charge. Look into that crystal ball that John Zarneski left us in the first hour. Does Elliott play all 16 games this season? Yes, because no charges have been filed. Right now, it's all he said, she said. Now, if, if charges are filed, I may feel differently. But at this point, I can see him playing all 16 games. And with the blocking front he'll have in front of him, I can see him staying healthy for all 16 games. Ron, you got a chance for a rebuttal well, here. 30 seconds. Yeah, you get, well, he can play in those throwback longest yard jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> I just wondered, like, how do the Cowboys end up with all these guys, Goose? What's going on? What, what is the water from the Pecos River really doing to people down there in Dallas? I mean, they lose their judgment, then they lose their minds. Maybe no charges filed, but this is not a good look for a guy on the way in the NFL. Goose, 15 seconds to summarize. I think Derek's angry with Ron. No, uh, it's amazing. The Cowboys put no stock in character. I mean, they look at the talent of a player and close their eyes and draft him. And whatever they get, they get. And that may be the case here. Maybe we should put a computer chip in the head of Jerry Jones. Okay, Ron, you're next. The Hall of Fame Senior Committee, of which both of you are members, meets next month to nominate a candidate for enshrinement. So tell me why Jerry Kramer, member of the league's 50th anniversary team, 
should not be that guy. The only reason he should not be that guy is he should have been the guy 25 or 30 years ago. I mean, it is unbelievable that this mess continues to exist, and hopefully we're going to bring him out this year and get him through. Uh, why he isn't remains one of the great Hall of Fame mysteries. When you ask his opponents how, uh, who want to keep him out, uh, why, they can't give you an answer. The guy made not only made the 50th anniversary team, he also made John Madden's all-time Super Bowl team over Gene Upshaw, who was a star on John Madden's Super Bowl team. So, <laughs> you know, I, I don't get it. There's just no reason. Uh, but one, that he shouldn't be the guy, and that's that. He should have been in a long, long time. Gooseman, rebuttal. Yeah, I'd agree he's the best player in Canton, not in Canton, but that doesn't mean there aren't 50 other worthy candidates to choose from in the abyss that is the senior pool. Like Kramer, Johnny Robinson was an all-decade selection in the 60s. Who deserves another turn in the room? Al Wistert deserves to have his case heard. Drew Pearson, Kenny Easley, Jimbo Covert, like Kramer. They were all first-team, all-decade selections who deserve Boston Canton. It's not like Kramer is the only worthy candidate under consideration. Ron, summarize. Well, uh, a goose cooked his own goose, as they say. You're right. There's other worthy candidates, but as you point out, he's the most worthy. <laughs> Why don't we start right there at the top instead of starting in the middle? Wow. <laughs> Trigger finger. Hey, uh, Ron, before we go further, I want to mention one thing about when you talk about the computer chips and penalizing kickers. I remember when this force came out about penalizing kickers. I was at a Super Bowl, I think it was two or three years ago. One of the kickers said, why are we penalizing these guys when Peyton Manning throws 55 touchdown passes and they don't say anything about the quarterbacks? The reason? Entertainment. Okay, guys, we're running out of time, but we still have enough. Yes, still enough time for a lightning round. I'm going to give you the question. You give me rapid-fire answers. Got it? Yes, sir. Got it. Here we go. Where can I find Tom Brady on Pokemon Go in September? Goose. Michigan plays four home games in September. Tom Brady will be in Ann Arbor for one of them. Ron. You get that. Costa Rica at the beach. <laughs> now that J.J. Watt is hurt, who wins the FC South? The Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Houston, he's hurt, not shot. <laughs> Vegas has Aaron Rodgers as a leading MVP candidate for this year. Who's yours? Friend of the show, Ben Roethlisberger. Give us a laugh, Ron. <laughs> a friend of mine, Derek Carr. This is the year of the Raiders. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen, and we'll revisit you on the campaign trail this fall. Coming up, former Minnesota defensive end Jim Marshall. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Hey, what's up? We love Burger King grilled dogs. They're made with 100% beef, and they're 100%. They're so good, they make us want to sing like... I can't believe it. Burger King made a cream dog. Made with a hundred percent beef. Flame grilled anytime you want. You can try it in classic or chili cheese. Flame grilled and made with 100% beef. Starting at just $1.99. Get a grilled dog now at participating Burger King restaurants. Flame grilling hot dogs since 2016. Price and participation vary. Hi, this is Lori Grenier. You've seen me on Shark Tank. Throughout my career, I've developed hundreds of innovative products that make people's lives easier. That's what Cabbage does for small business owners. They've developed a simple and flexible way for business owners to access a line of credit of up to $100,000. Apply online or from your phone. You will get a decision in minutes and can start using your funds immediately. Cabbage has provided over $2 billion to 80,000 small businesses like yours. To get started, visit cabbage.com or call 888-CABBAGE. Make Cabbage your first resort for business funding. Progressive presents Mindflowness with Flow. You are rising further and further into the universe of bundling. 
Within that universe, you see your home and auto insurance floating together like two opponents on a swing set after a big game, sharing a churro. Ascend into savings when you bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and your Hall of Fame host, Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Hey, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. You know what? If you need company, I have the perfect partner, a Burger King hot dog. You heard me. Burger King has hot dogs. Flame grilled and made with 100% beef. So pick up a grilled hot dog today at participating Burger King restaurants and take it from us. You should have gone 15 minutes ago. (laughs) Our next guest knows the rigors and routines of training camps. He went to 20 of them. Yes, 20 for the Minnesota Vikings. And those camps helped produce one of the best defenses in NFL history, the Purple People Eaters. Jim Marshall not only played right end along two Hall of Famers, Alan Page and Carl Eller, but has been a Hall of Fame finalist himself. He played more games and more seasons than any defensive lineman in NFL history and holds the league record with his 29 career fumble recoveries. Jim Marshall, thanks for joining us. Hey, my pleasure. Hey, Jim. NFL teams open training camp this week. You went to more camps, like Clark said, than any defensive lineman in history. Back when you played, the NFL was scheduling six preseason games and spending up to two months in camp. How did training camps change from your first one in 1960? to your last one in 1979? Well, you know, my first run was with uh, the Cleveland Browns. We had Paul Brown, and, you know, he was the stickler for time. Uh, He had everything organized, and, you know, we went from one drill to the next drill to the next drill, and when it was time for practice to be over, it was over. When we started with Norm Van Brocklin, he was exactly the opposite. You could stay out sometimes two, maybe three hours. If he felt like uh, you had, you needed a scrimmage, you'd scrimmage. Uh, it's just the way it was back in those days. Did it ease up by 1979? Oh, yeah. You know, when Bud Grant came in, Bud had a different philosophy, and, and uh, it was accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. He, he worked on eliminating all mistakes and picking out the guys who he thought could make big plays and, and putting them in positions to make big plays. and uh, That's the way Bud was, and it, it made it a lot easier for us. Well, one of my favorite training camps, Jim, is Mankato. I love going there, and the Vikings have gone there for the last 51 years. You made that, I think it's 65 miles, a 65-mile trek there for 14 of those years. First off, could you drive to Mankato blindfolded by now? And secondly, you mentioned Bud Grant. I mean, how, how enjoyable was it under Bud Grant? I mean, do you have a rapport with him that you didn't have with maybe some other coaches? Oh, I, I absolutely did. But you're talking about driving to Mankato. Yeah, you could do it. And uh, you could do it blindfolded if, if it wasn't for the road constraints. 
construction. (laughs) You know, know, we're in the Minnesota road construction season now, and uh, every place you go, there's there's a different turn or uh, detour around this way or that way, so you, you have to be on your toes getting there now. How about Bud? Bud Grant is, uh, to me, he was the epitome of coaches. Uh, He was on top. He was a great, great coach. He could get things out of guys that uh, I don't think some of the other coaches could see, you know. Bud made us play uh, the way that he wanted us to play. And uh, when he made that that shift in, in your thinking, it was one that was a positive shift. I enjoyed it so much. Uh, I used to go to training camp early. I'd go down to training camp uh, a week before training camp started and uh, go out there and do a little workout. It's so much different than today. Today, the players, uh, uh, they have uh, uh, a spring training session and they have the, the weights all season and we we never had any of that stuff. It was uh, you came to camp to to kind of get in shape. You, you you kept yourself in reasonable shape during most of the uh, off season, but you you really came to camp to you know to kind of get everything together and and uh, make sure you could tweak the things that uh, that you felt that you needed to tweak. And so it was it was. Uh, that's the way training camp was. Very hard sometimes. You would have uh, bad, rainy days, and you'd have to scrimmage. Uh, you'd have the hot days, and you'd have to scrimmage. But all in all, it was it was a fun time for for me and for a lot of my teammates. We're speaking with Jim Marshall, a former defense end of the Minnesota Vikings. You know, in today's NFL, winning and losing doesn't really matter in the preseason. It's really rare. Starters to break a sweat in any of those four games. But back when you were playing, the Vikings built a 15 game preseason unbeaten streak from 1963 through 66. So, what was Bud Grant's approach with his starters in the preseason? Well, you know, we went into, we went into the, the season, we went into training camp with the idea that we were going to win every game we played. And uh, Bud thought that if you had that philosophy in mind, you would play that way. So we went in with, uh, with the idea that, that we had to get ready to, to win. And uh, when the first exhibition game came, we called them exhibition games back then, we would go out and we'd go out to win the game. And, of course, they're looking at personnel and looking at who can make up their, you know, final squad. But it was, it was an all-out going-to-win uh, type effort. Jim, the, the loss to the Chiefs in Super Bowl Four was the first of four Super Bowl defeats suffered by the Vikings. The Hall of Fame seems to hold those failures against the Vikings. It took Mick Tangleoff 32 years to get enshrined, Carl Eller 20, and Paul Kroos and Ron Yeary 14 apiece. How do you think the perception of the Vikings would have changed had you won just one Super Bowl? Well, the, <laughs> you talk about the perception uh, of others, the perception that... Uh, that we had of the team, of, of our teams, uh, especially in the Super Bowls, is that uh, we just didn't we didn't put forth the effort to get the job done. Uh, it was such an enjoyable experience being in the Super Bowl. 
and with the level of confidence we had in ourselves, we felt that we could do that. And four times, uh, uh, that, that's something that sits in my craw. Four times we had an opportunity to, to, to win one of those games, and we didn't. And uh, I think that's what uh, we look at, what anybody who looks at the Minnesota Viking teams look at. We had some great teams. But to be really great, you got to win the big one. And regardless of what the situation is, you have to rise to the occasion and, and make it happen. And we never did. And that yeah, kind of sits in my craw all the time. We're speaking with Jim Marshall, former defensive end for the Minnesota Vikings. And Jim, I want to ask you about something else that may sit in your craw on a personal note. Are you surprised that you haven't been enshrined in Canton? And the reason I ask, I mean, I wrote about you on our website, Talk of Fame Network, arguing your case. You played more games and more seasons than any defensive lineman in history. You recovered more fumbles than any defensive player in history. And you ranked 19th on the all-time sack list. Are you as puzzled as we are about your exclusion? I try not to think about things like that. You know, that's that's out of my hands. And... uh you know, if it happens, man, it would be the greatest thing in the world for me. You know, it would be a climax to uh, my career as a as an athlete to go out on top like that. And uh, of course, I would I would just love it, but I try never to think about it. And when I'm reminded of it uh, by others, I try to let it slip through my my brain. <laughs> Sorry for <laughs> asking. <laughs> You know, because you can't worry about things like that. Right. You worry about uh, things that you can't, you have no control over, and uh, it can it can slowly uh, cause you to deteriorate. So I, I don't, I just don't think about it. Jim, thanks so much for the time, and I know you try not to think of it, but I will say this: best of luck with your Hall of Fame candidacy, and thanks so much well, for thank joining you us. Very much, I appreciate that. Thanks, Jim. Take care. That was former Minnesota defensive lineman Jim Marshall coming up. Two Giants who are going into their ring of honor, including one who's a friend of the show. That's next on the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. You see how it works? Just go to grasshopper.com. Geico presents Kathy, the candid real estate agent. In the master bedroom, you'll see there's room for a king-size bed. And take a look at this walk-in closet. Now just imagine all these custom shelves and drawers turned upside down when a thief goes through them to take your entire vintage sneaker collection. It's hard to know all that comes with buying a home or condo. That's why the Geico Insurance Agency makes getting covered for personal property loss and damage quick and easy. Call Geico today and see how much you could save on condo and homeowners insurance. Hi, this is Lori Grenier. You've seen me on Shark Tank. Throughout my career, I've developed hundreds of innovative products that make people's lives easier. That's what Cabbage does for small business owners. They've developed a simple and flexible way for business owners to access a line of credit of up to $100,000. Apply online or from your phone. You will get a decision in minutes and can start using your funds immediately. Cabbage has provided over $2 billion to 80,000 small businesses like yours. To get started, visit cabbage.com or call 888-CABBAGE. Make Cabbage your first resort for business funding. Hey, what's up? We love Burger King grilled dogs. They're made with 100% beef and they're 100%. 
They're so good, they make us want to sing like. I can't believe it. Burger King made a grill, y'all. Mayweather 100% beef. Flame grilled anytime you want. You can try it in classic or chili cheese. Flame grilled and made with 100% beef. Starting at just $1.99. Get a grilled dog now at participating Burger King restaurants. Flame grilling hot dogs since 2016. Price and participation vary. Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Goslin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. <laughs> Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Good news, Ronnie. Burger King has hot dogs. Take your son. Flame grilled and made with 100% beef. Pick up a grilled hot dog today at participating Burger King restaurants. That's Burger King. Flame grilling hot dogs since, Ron? 2016. We're on to something there. They're onto something, and so is Geico. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. Just go. Um, we don't want to end this program without you. to buy a hot dog, right? There you go. Yeah. We don't want to end this program without congratulating Tom Coughlin and Ernie, of course, the friend of the show. Both will be inducted into the New York Giants Ring of Honor, along with former defensive lineman Justin Tuck during halftime of the Giants' November 14th game with Cincinnati. Ernie, who was on this show last year, acquired the majority of players on the Giants' Super Bowl 42 championship team, with 15 of them left over for the Super Bowl 46 team. They beat who, Ron? Who they beat? They that would beat be the, the uh, Patriots. Uh, yeah. Um, and Tom Coughlin, of course, coached both. Justin Tuck played on both and was a captain on the Super Bowl 46 team. Guess that means, Goose, that all is forgotten with Coughlin and maybe forgiven, and the Giants don't, in fact, really mind having him around forever because he's going to be in their stadium forever. No, I'm not sure all is forgiven from the Coughlin side of the aisle. You know, the, the man won two Super Bowls in the last nine seasons, and the Giants still shoved him out the door. He still wants to coach. I mean, this honor might help ease some of the pain of unemployment, though. Well, the interesting thing there, of course, is Tom feels that yeah, they shoved him out the door, and then they made all the changes that he would have wanted to have made so, so they could keep winning there. So uh, <laughs> it was interesting to see that he's coming back. I'm glad that he is because yeah. uh, anytime they put you up, your name up in concrete, uh, you probably ought to show up unless you're on <laughs> <laughs> They don't want to put Ron's name in concrete in New England. They want to put his feet in concrete. In New England. <laughs> exactly um, right. Listen, speaking of, rings, right. speaking of rings of honor, you're that signal. That means we're going to hear from someone in our ring of honor, and that's none other than Dr. Data, whom we re- referenced earlier. That's Rick Goslin. And Goose, they tell me you're here to lament the passing of a summer ritual. Is that true? Yes, sir. I'm getting on an airplane this week to travel to Oxnard, California, to go Ooh. camping with the Cowboys. Lucky you. But I'll be one of the few. By my count, there are 21 NFL teams that will train at home this summer, not leaving their facilities and stadium to stage camp. Of the 11 that will pack up and take camp elsewhere, nine of them 
will be driving distance from their home base. Only two teams will board airplanes, the Cowboys and the Saints, who will again train in West Virginia. Training camp is just another great tradition that the NFL is leaving behind. And, and frankly, I really can't blame the clubs. There's been a wave of spectacular new NFL practice facilities built with state-of-art meeting, training, and weight rooms, plus multi-practice fields. They no longer have to travel to accommodate a 90-player summer roster. The facilities in Atlanta, Baltimore, Philadelphia, Seattle, and Tampa in particular jump out at me. All those teams are staying home this summer to train. Back in my days as an NFL columnist, I'd spend a week making the rounds in the Cheese League. I'd start with the Vikings in Mankato, then drive in Wisconsin to catch the Chiefs in River Falls, the Saints in La Crosse, the Bears in Plattsburgh, and then up to Green Bay to see the Packers. The cooler climate was great for those two-a-day practices, and there was a camaraderie that developed on a team from spending a month cloistered away from home in a college dorm. I'd swing to the east and visit the Steelers in Latrobe, the Redskins in Carlisle, the Eagles in Bethlehem, and the Giants in Albany, all by car. I'd travel the Midwest and catch the Lions in Saginaw, the Browns in Berea, the Bengals in Covington, and the Colts in Terre Haute. So I'm going to enjoy Oxnard while I can. Five years from now, there may not be a single team save for the Steelers and Vikings who leave home in the summer to go camping. Goose, I didn't hear you say anything about in Smithfield, Rhode Island, with the Patriots, because uh, back in the day they stunk. <laughs> I never showed. What do you think is lost today, uh, Goose, with, with teams not spending four up to, and up to eight weeks back in the day, locked up together, far away from home, with nothing to focus on, but in the Raiders' case, football frolics in each other. Without well, doubt, the, the camaraderie and and the, the the team. I think that six to eight weeks they spent in camp was was a team building process. These guys generally went out and had a beer each other, you know, at night, and they ate dinner together. They were with each other, and I think there was a a, a team feeling that, that that frankly is lacking in today's NFL. That's the two minute warning. Whoop! There's that sound again, guys. That means it's time for the two minute drill. So, Goose, let's get started. Terrell Suggs will open camp on the PUP list for the Ravens. Are his days as a Pro Bowl pass rusher over? Questionable. As in, questionable, he can remove the fork. Well, he's had, you know, two serious injuries in the last four years, and he's going on 34, and I think uh, T. Suggs is losing his T-sizzle. <laughs> How concerned should the Texans be with their $100 million pass rusher, J.J. Watt, undergoing back surgery at 27 years of age? Well, a bad back forced Larry Bird out of basketball at age 36. So, Goose, read the tea leaves. No good times for this J.J. I'd say if you're Billy O'Brien, antidepressants are in order. Bucks quarterback Jameis Winston goes to camp 20 pounds lighter than a year ago. Does that make him 20 pounds better? Nope, but it makes him less likely to intercept the next delivery of Joe's Stone Crabs. Ouch. I would say that's only true if his football IQ goes 20 points higher. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott's jersey has outsold those of Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and J.J. Watt since April. How many more jerseys would he sell if he proves he can play? As many as his defense attorney can afford. Right, I would say that depends on whether or not they can put him in stripes. <laughs> Ouch. Why is Dwight Freeney still out of work? Uh, because his restaurant won't open for months. <laughs> because personnel men can count, Goose. Over the past five years, they haven't had to count to ten to count his sacks. Why is Michael Vick still out of work? Uh, because every dog has his day. Ouch. 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 That's not fair. He's 7-14 in his last 21 starts. That's why. 
The NFL hasn't had a 5,000-yard passer in two seasons. Who ends that drought in 2016? Amish Rifle, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Flag football in the Hamptons. Not Tom Brady. He's going to be four games short. Jason Seahorn, Jason Pierre-Paul, or Paulie Walnuts? Les Paul. He's two guitars with Tom Brady is the quarterbacking. Jason Bourne. Only one NFL team went 4-0 in the preseason last year, the Kansas City Chiefs. Which team is most likely to go 4-0 in this preseason? Uh, give us any team that won't go to the Super Bowl. So give me Cleveland or Jacksonville or Tennessee or Detroit. Uh... <laughs> Buffalo. Rex Ryan always wins the meaningless games. There you go. We're Buffalo. There you go. What, what's the one preseason game that interests you most? The last one. Good. Ditto. You don't want that. We agreed on something. We'd like to thank Charlie Joyner, Jim Marshall, John Anna, and John Zarneski for joining us, Derek Burns for producing us, and you for listening to us. If you'd like to hear this or any podcast, just go to our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, or find us on iTunes or on your podcast app. Otherwise, tune into the station at this time next week. We'll see you then. Progressive presents Mindflowness with Flow. You sit on the edge of a lake, worries floating away with each breath. You have just bundled your ATV and RV insurance and saved a large sum of money. Now all is perfect. You carry on a conversation with an owl. He asks most of the questions. Ascend to a higher plane of insurance with Progressive. Bundle your outdoor vehicles and save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states. Hi, this is Lori Grenier. You've seen me on Shark Tank. Throughout my career, I've developed hundreds of innovative products that make people's lives easier. That's what Cabbage does for small business owners. They've developed a simple and flexible way for business owners to access a line of credit of up to $100,000. Apply online or from your phone. You will get a decision in minutes and can start using your funds immediately. Cabbage has provided over $2 billion to 80,000 small businesses like yours. To get started, visit cabbage.com or call 888-CABBAGE. Make Cabbage your first resort for business funding. Hey, what's up? We love Burger King grilled dogs. They're made with 100% beef, and they're 100%. Mm. They're so good, they make us want to sing like... I can't believe it. Burger King made a grilled dog. Made with 100% beef. Flame grilled anytime you want. You can try it in classic or chili cheese. Flame grilled and made with 100% beef. Starting at just $1.99. Get a grilled dog now at participating Burger King restaurants. Flame grilling hot dogs since 2016. Price and participation vary. Hi, Tom Bodette with news for AARP members. Stay at Motel 6 and get great benefits like a 10% discount, free Wi-Fi, even late checkout on request. Those are a big help because members say they want to travel more. They also say they want to go on cruises. And while we have over 1,200 convenient locations, they don't float, so no help there. Book by calling 855-M6-AARP0. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you.